Uh, well, hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think and live and make decisions. But when everyone disagrees, how do we cut through the noise? And how do we sift through all of that information overload and choose what governs our lives? We've been processing these things and our leadership's praying for all of us, so we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. For instance, Jeff. Yes, Joe. What do you think of the new Star Wars show or show and or? Uh it's really good, actually. It is really good. It's fantastical. Like I happen to be wearing a Star Wars shirt for those of you that are just listening. <laughs> and I am a Star Wars nerd. There's almost nothing made that I dislike, but it's I, way better than the other one. Like Rogue, it's, Rogue One's probably my favorite movie. I'm with you. I like that. Outside of the originals, I like the I like the originals, and I like the newer ones. I don't like the prequels in the middle. Mm. You know the, the where one. they somebody just forgot to go to acting class apparently in, the, <laughs> in those ones. Yeah, but like, even some of some of the like Boba Fett show and what's the other one that Mandalorian? was Mandalorian. Yeah, like they're not. They're not nearly as good as this Andor. I, I like those. They're just different uh, flavors, basically, which is what's unique about Rogue One. Like, compared yeah. to all the other movies, like, Rogue One has this, like, in- a grit to it. I think that's what I like about Andor so yeah. much. It's, it's a lot good. of fun. Yeah. I like it a lot. And that's today's episode of, no. Well, uh, you know what's fascinating is, like, I, I actually can't. The last good movie I probably saw was Maverick. Oh, so good. And like others have all been disappointing. Mm-hmm. I, you wonder if all the energy is going into these shows. I mean, it certainly could be. Um, y- there's some movies out there that uh, I don't know if two pastors can recommend a movie with as many bad words in it as I was about to recommend. <laughs> but uh, there's Maybe a, not. There's another movie that came out this summer <laughs> that was pretty entertaining. Not good as, as good as Maverick, but I really enjoyed that one as well. Um, yeah. Do you... Uh, this isn't today's topic, but like, I always look up the content of any movie I'm about to go see. Like, I want to go to I go to IMDb. There's always a parent guide. What, just tell me what's in the movie in terms yeah, of what I, I don't, like don't want to watch surprised. or listen to. And I don't like being surprised. So, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it, and I get I get frustrated honestly because they they ruin so many movies with so many unnecessary. Oh yeah, no plot thing, development, just the things thing in, in it, and so I I don't like it because I like. I like movies, and I, I enjoy this stuff a lot. I'm a guy that will watch a movie over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. And Heidi, she just cannot understand that. So growing up, we did but that. But I raised my kids right. They watch it with me. <laughs> uh, growing up, we did that with Back to the Future. Yeah. We watched it all the time. And then um, The Sandlot. Yeah, and sure. uh, it was funny because as I got older, and then like you can like stream them and stuff. I'm like, wait, there's cuss words in this. Like, I know you don't remember they're, them. They're not. Well, no, we watched the like VHS recorded off of TBS versions, so oh. they weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, uh, and neither of those movies are overwhelming. But at the same time, it was just like, oh, I didn't even well, realize I that watched, was in there. I watched movies when I was in college, and I, and I thought they were so funny. Uh-huh. So as my kids got like nine, ten, I was like, oh, you guys got to see this movie. And then you watch it with your children. You're like, what in the world was so I thinking? Yeah. yeah, like you just, but you're just numb and young and dumb, I guess. But yep. Anyway, well, speaking of which, actually, no, I'm kidding. There's no segue <laughs> from that <laughs> to where we're going nothing. today. <laughs> this was this week's episode. <laughs> well, we do have a submitted question from one of our listeners, and make sure we're literally on the same page here. Uh, fantastic. All right, so. 
Um, something that this, the listener says, something that's impacted me from uh, the preaching we get at Grace Church is that we need to be uh, defined and directed by God. Yep. And they have a good friend who it's obvious to them. They want to live by their own expectations and then have God prove of it um, and not consider God in her own life. So the listener's mm-hmm. asking, how do I start a conversation about being defined by God with someone who doesn't want to hear it? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> the, the the answer probably is you don't. Mm. Um, so the when you, the premise of the question is, I know what Jesus wants for somebody's life. My friend doesn't want that for her life, and she doesn't even really want to hear about his uh, goals or plans or hope for her life. And I I would look at that and I would say. I actually would not force that conversation. Uh, what I would do is I would pray for that person every day by name that God will give you a no-brainer moment to explain the reason for the hope that's within you. I, I think I think sometimes where Christians get such a bad reputation is that we force issues and we try to answer questions that people aren't asking. And in that sense, we deserve a bad reputation. Mm. Because we hate it when people do that to us, mm-hmm. you know. So if I get if I get trapped by somebody, and they're pushing an agenda on me, mm-hmm. I hate that. Or if they're trying to sell me something I don't want, I hate that. I don't. I hate going onto the car lot to look at cars, and a salesman won't let me go, mm-hmm. um, and et cetera, et cetera. Right. So we hate that when that happens to us. Other people hate that too. And that's the way that our faith comes across, Mm -hmm. right? Now, what's hard is I'm sure you love your friend. Right. And you want what's best for them, and you you believe with everything in you that Christ is best for them. And what I would say is, like, we have to realize that there are times when our friend's openness to spiritual things is not our responsibility and we do not have the ability to make them open Mm -hmm. so what i want to be is a faithful friend so i want to be present i want to be close in i want to be a consistent part of their life and i want to ask god uh to to work in their heart and to work in their life so that when they become open to the things of god i am a trusted voice and source in their life and i can i can that expectation but if you're you know if you're um if if it's healthy i know that for instance that it's healthy for me to exercise every day sure but i don't want to exercise every day right <laughs> i just don't want to do it i own, well, i own a gym and i don't want to exercise every day right and yet with your physique it would appear you, you would do it think, eight hours a day you would think that i exercise every day but yeah. i don't i don't like exercising right in that way um you pointing out that i need to do it Mm-hmm. is actually going to make me less likely to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, me deciding that I don't feel good and it's time for me to lose some weight or to exercise at the gym for some reason, me knowing there's a group of people that invite me, welcome me, are glad to see me and will embrace me. And instead of me walking in, them saying, what are you doing here? Oh, it's about time. Mm-hmm. Them saying, oh, it's great to see you. You want to mm-hmm. work out with me? Yeah. 
right? It, it, we would be wired that way. And spiritually, I, I think a lot of times we, we're, we're hesitant to wait on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And instead of looking and, and trying to understand what God is doing or wants to do in somebody's life, we want to look and say, what should I, what can I do or what do I want to do in somebody's life? And it never works. Mm-hmm. And it, it probably pushes them away uh, more than anything else. So I would say pray. I would say be close. I would say wait for an opportunity. And then I, I would, I, what that looks like is usually friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and let God work in their life and let them be responsive to them. Yeah, because that friendship leads us to more natural conversations. You know, and so I feel like a lot of times when people are thinking like I gotta, I want to share this thing that's on my heart from God, they they kind of move from zero to sixty, in in two seconds flat. You know, like man, it's a really nice day out there. Kind of like how Jesus created everything and wants to save your soul, right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Like where'd that come from? I just this last week picked something up from Facebook Marketplace. We um, changing a room in our basement because our life group's getting too big. We need room for the kids. Nice <laughs> and. Um, but like picked up a little table and chairs, and as they were talking, they're like, I know it's not in the best shape. I'm like, actually, it's fine. Like what it's going to be used for, it's t- totally fine. Like, oh, really? What are you going to use it for? And I'm like, well, we have a bunch of people at our house every week. We, we do like a, a, a Bible group and from our church every week, and there's a bunch of kids. So we're like, oh, that's really cool. you know. And I'm like, yeah, it's been really fun. Like we really, really like it. And I'm like, we live right down. We found out, you know, Facebook Marketplace, you never know where you're going until yeah. you make, make the deal. They live a mile away from our house. And so once that conversation started rolling, I'm like, well, it's right down the street. If you ever go to like, we might have to check that out sometime. Like, that'd be great. I didn't get into some big gospel presentation about everything and because they stopped the conversation. Now, amicably, I actually might see these people at my group in the near future, but they stopped it. I'm just looking for how much conversation are you going to willing to let happen? That's exactly it. And and what you did, there's a there's an old fashioned concept called God talk. Mm-hmm. And what you did was God talk. Like uh, you you were asked a question and you answered it honestly, but you didn't dodge it. You mm-hmm. didn't say, "I just want it for my basement." Right. What you said, what you did was you found a way to answer the question honestly while interjecting God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna use it for a small group, it's like a Bible study thing that's at our house. Mm-hmm. And then you start, you just play ping pong, you know, and, and, and when the person is done, they're done. I, you know, that I'll, I've talked about sometimes, um, uh, I'm, I'm on airplanes sure, a, yeah. a chunk of the time, it seems like, and so, um, one of the things I like to do is I put headphones on. I like to read my Bible. I have a, I have a, a special Bible that I travel with. Well, that starts convert. Like, what are you reading? Uh, the Bible. And I, you can usually tell within ten seconds if that's a point of interest or like a, I'm tensing up and I'm putting my headphones on. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just giving an honest answer. That's it. Mm-hmm. You ask, I'm answering it. Uh, I. You get this too a lot because of of what we do. Like people ask each other what they do for a living. Like, what do you do? Well, I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm just answering the question. Yep. You know, so I think that kind of stuff is different than going to somebody and saying, "Listen, your life is messed up, and I have a solution for you." Um, that's just me interacting. But here's the thing with friendship. 
if if I'm friends with this person, this is back to the question, you know, I have a friend, a good friend, she says, I have a good friend, then that good friend knows about your faith. And you should talk about your faith. And yep. what are you doing this weekend? Ah, I'm headed to church, and then I'm, you know, you know, we're doing a blah, blah, blah. Like, that's a part of your life. There's nothing mm-hmm. offensive or pushy about that. Share it. Um, you know, how come you're in a good mood? I, you know, I just heard this great song on the radio, and it just, uh, I know it sounds weird, but it reminded me that God is good to me. So it just put me in a good mood. Mm-hmm. What'd you do today? Right. It's, it's an honest answer that leaves open a door if somebody wants to walk through it. Yep. If they don't, it's not creepy. Right. <laughs> yep. I, I think that um, it's funny how, like, you know, we always look kind of in the nature of this podcast. People almost always look for, like, is it this extreme or is it this extreme? And I think sometimes when it comes to like talking about Jesus, is it the, I need to tell everybody every chance I get, whoever comes across my face, or should I just never talk about it unless they explicitly ask me a very specific question? And it's like, no, it's somewhere in the middle. This God talk concept, I yep. think, is really, really good. It's a it's a UBU kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what our culture expects. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, but you're a Christ follower. She's just be one. Yep. There are so many things about my faith that excite me. Those are really easy to talk about conversationally. If it's just a bunch of like facts about anything, like I could bore every listener right now for the next three hours on my Star Wars nerddom and I would just be getting started. It's so true. You bore me all the time. All the time. It's it's a spiritual gift. You're, you're uh, <laughs> possibly the most boring person I know. <laughs> What do you mean about Star Wars? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Um, but, like, I know better than to just start spouting off all these nuances and crazy facts and Easter eggs that I found from this movie to this show or whatever because that's not where people are at when it comes to this. Yeah. But usually you can say something like, have you been watching that new show Andor? Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Excellent. And you move on. Like, oh, have you have you seen that thing? Have you heard about, like, when you're excited about something – it naturally comes out in that God talk that you're referring to. And so what I'm going to make positive assumptions about our listener. If they're vibrantly engaging the Lord and they're, as you mentioned earlier, like fervently praying for the no-brainer moments with this person, that's a wonderful marriage where something's going to come up in conversation. And God will make it happen. Mm-hmm. And and I the us waiting on the Lord to open doors is is exponentially better than us kicking them in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's not a pass. See, pe- people who people who are like you got to tell everybody everything all the time. They're like, uh, you know, Bogue lets them off easy. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that at all. I'm saying let your faith be genuine. Uh, sh- actually, share your life with somebody, and actually answer the question when it's asked. That's not a pass. That is the work of an evangelist. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a sensitivity because we can we can actually put God in a bad light. Mm-hmm. And we can we can offer a relationship that isn't reflective of the relationship that he offers us. Mm-hmm. So Jesus did this a lot. Jesus was like he would say let he as ears let him hear he would say take it or leave it. You know, it's it's I love you either way. Uh, Jesus doesn't make us follow him. Mm-hmm. 
Jesus doesn't require that we know all the details about him mm-hmm. before we follow him. Uh, and he most often met people in their point of need. Yep. You know, and, and he would do that. And when there was a large response to the gospel, it was always spirit-led, mm-hmm. spirit-driven. That's all I'm talking about. You know, and, and when you come to church and you hear me me or Joe or whoever's preaching go through the gospel publicly, you, you have to remember, like, people came to church. There's nothing about that that surprises them, mm-hmm. right? So we didn't violate a relationship there. They right. weren't, they're not like, we came to a movie and they wouldn't show it until they went through the... You know, we're like, no, you came to church. There's nothing shocking that we're talking about Jesus and God stuff at church, mm-hmm. right? That that's the relationship. If your friendship, though, that it that would be shocking if you like wouldn't let them leave your family room until you took them through a Bible study. And I just think we have to relax. I think the other the other part of this is I don't I don't want to be your project. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to sit down and have a conversation with you. And then somehow you tell me, yeah, I had a I had a school assignment to talk to a you know talk to a pastor. I'm like, oh, I thought we were visiting. Yeah. Everything about that's disillusioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I w- you know I'm trying to share my faith more. Mm-hmm. Just live your life for Christ with Christ. Your friend will love you. Share that life for real. Let God do that work. We. Uh couple series ago we talked about this concept about how it's not about the transaction it's about the relationship yep and if you can keep that in mind with these people anybody that you're trying to share some version of god with it's not about did you do the thing it's about how are you connecting them in a relationship with you and then prayerfully a relationship with god it's a very different target yeah the the concept was i i heard this on a podcast that there are dear friends and deal friends. Mm. And to be friends with someone solely to share Christ with them is actually a deal friend. You're, you're using them on one level or another. To share your life with someone and to share Christ as you share life is what you would do with a dear friend. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so it's just being authentic and and loving them and and the greatest act of love that you can do is take them before the father pray mm-hmm. and and ask that he would work in their life and then answer the question when asked yep so good well there's a uh always a lot to this conversation and like you said so many times people are asking this question about people that they love and so if that describes you as one of our listeners like Please, please, please keep praying for them. Um, you know, go to God on their behalf and just ask that He turn things upside down. And you might not even be the one that gets to have the quote unquote final conversation with them before they decide to follow Christ. You just might be someone that, through the way that you interact with them, through the way that you love them, through the way that you engage them where they're at shows them, aha, the moment that they're ready to actually say yes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can help or pray for those people in any way, we'd love to do that. Um, we can help you take unique next steps and all that. And if there are questions that you have that you'd like us to address on this podcast, you can always submit those at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. 
If you like what you're hearing and you want more of it, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. And if you're looking for a church home to come and engage and worship and meet some folks that are trying to do these same kind of ways of following Jesus, you can join us in person here at Grace uh, any weekend. Well, thank you very much for joining in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. We'll see you next time.